0: A woo a hand clap, or a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live from our satellite studio at Jimmy's On First, this is the 12th man Post Game Show, presented by GEICO. At GEICO, you have a choice of ways you can save on car insurance. Call 1-800-947-AUTO, go online at GEICO.com, or stop by the GEICO office nearest you. And brought to you by Cutter & Buck, by Target Zero, and by Zoomer Sport. The 12th Man Post Game Show is on. With Hugh Millen, here's Dick Fane. Let's go, we need you all, we need you now. Wilson, one man rush, but here comes Gets away, he sets, he throws a Hail Mary to the end zone, it is incomplete, and the Redskins win it.
0: 12-man postgame show brought to you by Cutter, Buck, Cutter and Buck and Target Zero, as well as Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Dick Fane, along with Slickhawk, the morning crew here at Jimmy's on first, and uh I guess, Slick, this is uh, one of those one of those games and you play with fire long enough like the Seahawks have played with fire this entire season. I mean, there's been a lot of games that have been like this that have come down to the final two minutes, and the Seahawks have done a pretty damn good job of winning those games up until this point, but eventually, as they say, you're going to get burned. And uh, the defense, after playing three-and-a-half quarters of spectacular – three-and-three-quarters quarters of spectacular <laughs> football – let them down when they needed the most, four plays, 70 yards, and the touchdown.
2: Well, it's a game where, I mean, it was just, it was a bad, bad football game played in almost all aspects, and that's going to overshadow the great defensive performance today, um, but even that goes out the window now because they give up the touchdown at the end of the game. But, I mean, you, you want to talk about the 16 penalties for 100 and a mm. million yards, uh, poor coaching decisions left and right, a bad decision by Russell, A, to run a play instead of spiking the ball, and then on that play, allowing himself to take a sack at the end of the game. I mean, that just, that's just a microcosm of all the bad decisions, and, and it was just a bad football game.
0: When you are a team like the Redskins, as banged up as they are, traveling across the country, this is how you have to win games. You have to get things to go your way. They made plays, in, especially late down the stretch, to get things to go their way. But also, I mean, you think about it a lot of 50-50 balls in this in this game three interceptions that the seahawks could have had didn't yeah three missed field goals when all you needed was one of the three at least to get you into overtime all you needed was two of the three where it's it's a moot point and this game is over a block punt that could easily have gone straight up in the air or backwards instead Shed gets a or, uh, the Thorpe gets a piece of it and it still bounces and bounces and bounces and goes for like a 25 30 yard punt instead of set a zero a snap to Kirk Cousins that goes off his <laughs> fingertips that very easily could have gone straight behind him what a mile 20 the air. <laughs> yards instead it goes straight up in the air and he's able to get it no harm no foul I mean a lot of things had to go right for the Redskins but you got to hand it to them they outplayed Seattle. Um, Really, the whole game, I mean, the only unit that showed up for the Seahawks was the defense today. I mean, the defense, yeah, yeah, are they going to get some criticism for giving up four plays, 70 yards at the end? But, my God, they had played a football game in which they allowed the Redskins to run 56 plays, and they gained 174 yards in those 56 plays. They were allowing three yards a play. To the the Redskins. I mean, at some point, you're going to give up a drive. So I'm not going to put too much criticism on a defense playing without Earl Thomas that was able to do that.
2: Russell Wilson had a bad day. Uh, I wasn't sure exactly what the offensive philosophy in the passing game was just because it seemed like there was no no ability to get anything going intermediate. It was either short, 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 or it was try a shot deep. I didn't see... I'm sure there was effort being done, but I didn't see anything happening in the intermediate game, and so uh, I I felt like that was a big piece of what was missing from this game, from the Seahawks today in the passing game, and and they weren't able to sustain drives. and Russell Wilson didn't have a very good game. You want to talk about bad decisions, the the picks, and then two or three more that could have been picks on Russell. Just, and I don't know if that's, you know, he was moving around a lot too, and I don't know if that's a little bit of that uh, happening. Or, you know, Hugh Millen's going to come on in a minute, and he'll be able to talk about. Some of those throws i'm sure and 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 why russell did some of the things he did today uh but he was moving around an awful lot today and it's not all because he was getting a bunch of pressure either
0: no there was only times when he got pressure At other times he was just moving on his own but the, you know the two guys i got to put a lot of the blame on today and, and one of them made a big play at the end near the end of the game and that's paul richardson but you take a look at your number two and number three wide receivers they combined for five catches and 51 yards and most of those yards coming on a catch at the end of the game. So I mean, yeah. you talk about—I mean, what was that—that that pass to Richardson, probably 25, 30 yards? I right. have to go back and look at the at the play-by-play. But prior to that play your stats were richardson two catches for 16 and lockett two for 10 not a lot of help i mean it was all doug baldwin in the passing game he had seven catches for 108 yards and a touchdown and jimmy graham didn't go and get going until late he had that big catch down the stretch at the end because at that point he only had four catches for 30 yards so really three of your top four targets and we're going to talk to Hugh about what the reasoning was. Was it Russell just not seeing open guys? I kind of doubt that because as I'm looking for my seats I got a nice view of the whole field and I'm not watching on television where you only see, you can't see downfield. I did not see a lot of guys running free in the secondary that Russell was missing. I think Josh Norman locked up Tyler Lockett and, you know, the other side did a nice job on Paul Richardson.
2: Yeah, had a nice perch up in the 300 section uh, today as well. And, and yeah, I didn't see exactly a lot of guys running free. Uh, Their DBs definitely scouted what Russell likes to do as far as the the, the throwing the ball up and trying to allow his guys to make those one-on-one plays. And they, they were well scouted in that, and they shut all that down. So Russell didn't have that, and um, like I said, wasn't really able to get going anything in the, in the uh, intermediate passing game either. The running game uh, at times was there, but then they they had to go away from it. Eddie Lacy gets banged up, and uh, they, they go away from the running game because um, obviously they weren't able to put points on the board, so they had to throw.
0: They put plenty of yards up. I mean, this is the second time in three games now. You look at the, the Giants game where they weren't able to score until near the end of the game, and then this one, I mean, everybody's going to point to, all oh, the offense stinks, the offense stinks, the offense stinks. Well, yeah, the offense didn't put points up. That, that's, that's for sure. They only put 12 points on the board with the defense giving up, getting two for the safety. But you can't complain. You will sign up, Slick, for 437 yards of offense every time you take the field. And they put up 437 yards of offense today.
2: In theory, yes. But it, depends, it still depends on how it looks. And today it looked like uh, it, it was over 100 penalty yards, too. And so a lot of those yards were coming back. Sure. You know, Russell Wilson throws for nearly 300 yards. He also ran for more than 70 yards. So that's not ideal. You don't want necessarily Rus- Russell Wilson uh, being your best rusher. Um, and so, it, yeah, you, you take the yardage number. But even then, I think that masks a lot of what the issues were and why they weren't able to score.
0: You know, I thought the Redskins potentially, if they were whole, and we talked about this last, last week, if they were whole, I thought they were a pretty darn good football team that could come in here and win this game. I did not think that this iteration of the Redskins, with as banged up as they were, what did we hear from our guy Jim Williams from Washington this week? They had 13 guys on the injured list. Yeah. Jay Gruden was just hoping he'd be able to field a healthy team, particularly in the offensive line. You're missing three offensive linemen. The Seahawks' defense took advantage of that. But, you know, when the going get, got tough, Heck of a job by Kirk Cousins on that last drive, and that offensive line protected him.
2: Yeah, that, that was an amazing catch. Uh, I couldn't tell if it was going to be overturned or not. It might have hit the ground, but I don't think there was probably just not enough evidence to overturn it. No, that. I think it was it a was good call. It was just a great diving catch. Yeah. And, you know, not a lot of calls went the Seahawks way today. No. But they certainly didn't earn a lot of calls either.
0: That's true. That's true. Great stuff, man. We're going right, to pass it over to it. Hugh. We'll get the next one. Hugh Millen's going to join us in just a few moments. We get him set up here. Seahawks lose to the Washington Redskins final score of 17 to 14 as we mentioned I mean 437 yards of offense the defense holds Washington 244 there's not going to be a lot of football games where you gain 200 yards more than the opposition and lose but the Seahawks just weren't able to make the big plays other than the one touchdown drive at the end of the uh, at the end of the game where it looked like that was going to be uh, that was going to be the game winner and and Hugh it it seemed like, it was going to be the old story again. It was going to be the, Se- the, the Seahawks defense carries you for three quarters, and then the offense, when the going got tough, number three was going to get going. I walked in here to Jimmy's, and the first thing I saw on the television with two minutes left to go in the game and, the, and Seahawks needing the touchdown was Russell Wilson's quarterback rating in the final two minutes of game this year. What's perfect, 158.3, right? Yep. That was his passer rating coming into the game, and he got another touchdown and got it done there, and it looked like they were going to bail it out. But let's go to that final drive. I think we need to
3: talk about that final defensive drive and
0: what happened on those two big pass plays. Yeah,
3: well, I would say, um, as a Seahawks fan, very, very disappointed in the decision-making of Chris Richard, the defensive coordinator. I think it's a terrible, terrible decision to play man-to-man. There is there is there is no reason to be in that situation when, when – Cover three zone is their basic. That's that's been their base butter. coverage. Now yep. they they played more man to man. I get it this year, but I was flabbergasted to see with a minute and thirty four and and needing a touchdown to beat you. Not a, that that wasn't a three point game. That was right. a four point game for Seattle to come out and and play man to man with one safety. That's too much burden. Too much burden on. Your, uh, your guy's not named Richard Sherman. Of course, it's a burden on Richard Sherman, but you, you have to be aware of, of your weakness. You have to play to your weakness, you know? And so for Seattle, uh, uh, on you know, they, they get a batted-down play, uh, batted-down pass on first and 10 from the yep. 30. Dwight Freeney bats it down. Now, second and 10 from the 30. We know it's four-down territory, but they still have 70 yards to go. You got under, in under a minute and a half. If you play zone coverage, the odds of that happening, a touchdown, you're talking about one in maybe twelve or fifteen. One in fifteen. You play you play man to man, you almost triple the odds, quadruple the odds for in Washington's favor. And so uh, they come back then, they go, they set the trips for Mason to the right, and they run a fade route from the number two receiver. When you play man to man, the the and, and and that number two receiver counting from the outside in. That's a lot of room to fade to the outside. So, so here you got Seattle with Justin Coleman, and he's matched up there against Brian Quick, a six-foot-three receiver with room to fade because you're playing man. It's just stupid. What do you and, think?
0: Okay, what's the reasoning then? There's there obviously has to be a, a reason. just being a
3: cowboy. You want to, you, you know, you. It's it's just it's just a oh we're gonna play it aggressive mentality it's it's you know no it's not tough it's not it's not aggressive it's just stupid and so um they give up a 31 yarder down to the 39 yard line and then they turn around and they don't even lo- uh, they don't even uh uh learn their lesson and they 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 leave uh 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 no no oh, quick yeah. on the first one no yeah it was quick i understand Shaquille Griffin. Then he's got to cover. Uh, it was 18. Josh Dotson down, six foot two. Got. So, so if you're playing zone in that situation, now Shaq Griffin, he has the deep, but he knows he has help underneath. When you put him in man, he's got no help. He's got. Uh, I mean, the only help he would have would be to, to the post route um in the free safety so i don't know i just i just thought it was way too aggressive of defensive calls there uh on both of them and uh, you know i can make a heck of an arg- argument that you'd want to roll the coverage to help shaq griffin put a safety over the top of Sha- shaq griffin but griffin but at least give him help underneath so i don't know i, I just how did I
0: earl just, thomas not playing affect maybe the calls and the performance on that last drive
3: well, it's hard to expect the safety to get. You know, he might might have been able to get to the first one, the fade route. But but um, that that term is often called a, a spade route, which is a spray fade, meaning he's gaining width as he's gaining depth up the field. Yep. So if, if the quarterback, you got a veteran quarterback. If he uses his eyes, you know, I'm not expecting Earl to get there. But in, you know, I, I would say Earl's presence would be felt more just from an emotional standpoint and a confidence confidence mm-hmm. standpoint. But um, but you know it goes through it goes through Pete Carroll's headset. Um, now I asked Curtis Crabtree, "Hey, will you ask at the press conference? Will you ask why they're playing man-to-man, and maybe we'll get an answer to that?" But you asked me uh, as a Seahawks fan walking out of there. Uh, you know, a lot of times people say, "Oh, I hate the prevent defense." Do you really pre- hate the prevent defense? I don't think you really pre- hate the prevent defense because you you you've watched your team win too many games playing prevent. Now, now what is prevent? prevent I don't even think a lot of fans could even describe to you what prevent is. You think they go in the huddle and they go prevent, ready break. What do they call there? They would just call their base coverage, their just base zone. Now there's a little bit of an understanding that the players a little more depth, your underneath guys are going to be a little bit more de- have a little bit more depth to stop intermediate routes. Your deep guys are going to Honor the deep route a little bit more, okay. and you're going to invite the quarterback to on a three levered, three layered pass concept. You're going to invite the quarterback to throw the the shallow plays, the swings, the checkdowns. You saw how many times did did Cousins try and hit the little sit down by the halfback right between the two hook zone defenders in cover three. Okay, fine, you can reality that. You know, it's a six or seven yard game. They got to go 70 yards in a minute and a half. Why are you putting yourself in a situation where you give up a 31-yarder and a 38-yarder back-to-back? I, I, same coverage both times. Yeah, they're playing man-to-man, cover one. It's, yeah, it's just one free safety in the middle, man-to-man. That, you, know, you, know, you know, other than cover zero, it's the most aggressive thing you can do. I mean, as I'm sitting there thinking, you know, the Redskins they go cover zero again. You know that's how, and and they they turn it loose, and they uh, they have Doug Baldwin, you know Josh Norman misses a jam at the line of scrimmage. Uh, uh, from a Redskin perspective, just a a unforgivable miss at the line of scrimmage where he tries to get a hand on him. Well, you, Baldwin's too quick. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Yep. And Baldwin just slips him, and he runs his deep angle cross, and he's wide open, and there's no safety help, and 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 you know once again. Um, Uh, they're able to beat man coverage. But just because they make the mistake, the Redskins, don't you come back and make the mistake. Hugh Millen join us here at the
0: 12-man postgame show. We're all irritated after the loss to the Washington Redskins, 17-14. 12-man postgame show brought to you by GEICO. may not date back to the caveman, but they've been providing great savings and service on car insurance for over 75 years. Saving you money is in GEICO's playbook. So after the game, get a quote at geico.com and see how much you could save. Dick Fane, Hugh Millen with you. It's a 12-man postgame show. Seahawks drop one at home. Doesn't happen often, but they did today. They dropped to 5-3 and three on the season. More with Hugh right after this from the Man man postgame show headquarters at Jimmy's on First on 950 KJR.
1: Now back to Jimmy's on first for the 12th man postgame show presented by GEICO and brought to you by Cutter and Buck, by Target Zero, and by Zoomer Sport on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Wilson. One man rush, but here comes Kerrigan. He gets away. He sets. He throws a Hail Mary to the end zone. And it is incomplete. And the Redskins win it.
0: Seahawks had a couple of six-six guys there in the end zone. It was the jump ball. It nearly went in the hands of Graham, then it nearly went in the hands of McAvoy. But that's kind of how the whole game went. It was it was one of those bizarre games.
4: With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: went in the favor of the Washington Redskins. And I'm not saying that to take anything away from how the Redskins played today or what they did today. They totally earned the victory. There is no question about it at all. But you talk about one, two, three interceptions that go in and out of Seahawks' hands. You talk about one, two, three field goals that missed today. I mean, the Redskins were a blessed team today at CenturyLink Field. And that was just one of the many plays, as I mentioned with Slickhawk before, uh, a a blocked punt that very easily could have gone straight up in the air or backwards, and instead it gets a Redskins bounce, a snap over the head of Kirk Cousins that very easily could have gone all the way back to that five-yard line or even into the end zone, and instead it goes straight up, and Cousins catches, I mean, time after time after time. I mean, the football got smiling on the Washington Redskins, but they end up win the game, and uh, to when you're shorthanded traveling across country, you need a little bit of that. You need a, bit, a little bit of that good fortune to get a uh, to get a victory. And uh, Hugh Breedlove Millen joining us here on the 12th game show, brought to you 12th man postgame show brought to you by Target Zero. Washington has a goal of zero traffic deaths for our state and our family. You can help by taking the Target Zero pledge. Pledge to stay off the roads if you are buzzed. And when in doubt, call for a ride. Remember, drunk, drugs, or high, it's a DUI. I have not seen Hugh Millen this fired up for a long, long time coming out of the gate into the postgame show. And it it goes back to that final defensive, lack of the defensive stand by the Seahawks defense. And uh, you were fired up about them playing man-to-man instead of zone.
3: I mean, my notes right here, I'm going to stick to it cover one robber uh your cover one means one safety back and man to man and uh yeah you have a you have a shallow uh defender for any uh um any crossing routes but at that juncture you're not doing anything to help shaq griffin up the sideline and you're not doing anything to help uh, uh on on a on a slot fade like they had on the first play of the game i mean uh, you, you know Justin Coleman needs more help simple as that and uh, you know he's going trying to defend a, a fade route against a six foot three guy just don't like it don't like it uh, play, play zone play the percentages a lot more games have been won by playing zone in that situation up four minute and a half to go anyways we kind of bang this point probably enough but well, but I mean,
0: that's, that's yeah. certainly the, yeah. the drive of the game without any question. Despite that, though, despite them scoring the touchdown, yeah. I still felt very confident. Yeah. I mean, that's just how I live my life, but I still felt just as confident as I was with two and a half minutes left that Russell Wilson was going to lead you down to a, to a touchdown, which he did. I was just as confident that Russell Wilson was going to lead you to a field goal with a minute left to go in the game. First and ten at the twenty-five yard line. He hits McKissick for five yards. Fifty-three seconds left. Second and five at the thirty. He hits Lockett for six yards. First and ten at the Seahawks' thirty-six. Incomplete. Second and six, Second and ten at the thirty-six. Incomplete to Graham. Which God, I thought he was going to have that ball. I mean,
3: it yeah, was. I mean, that, that, that's tough. I mean, he's running a, a deep angle cross, uh, coming out of out of. It was an empty backfield. Seattle went empty backfield a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him in an empty backfield, honestly. uh, And and now he is, he, Graham, is the the inside receiver on the three-receiver side out of an empty, a three-by-two formation. But he's going, uh, you know, uh, credit Will Compton. I don't think he's all that athletic, but he must have some moxie. He got an interception on the Baldwin shallow cross, and he got underneath... Graham on that play that you're talking about, uh, uh, I don't know. He looks a little stiff in the hips, but but they have him back there uh, again. Will Compton, a six foot one, 235 pound linebacker that I think you can attack in coverage, but but um, nonetheless, yeah, they they weren't able to get that that deep angle cross on that. Uh, second and 10 from their own 36 so that set up third and 10 and he hits Paul Richardson over the middle a guy
0: that was in the witness protection program all day long Hugh in fact both of the Seahawks receivers other than Doug Baldwin in the witness protection program today before we talk about the rest of this drive let's just address what you saw Baldwin and Lockett versus josh norman and the opposite corner i don't even gotta gotta know who's the opposite corner for washington today opposite josh norman because they completely shut down richardson and lockett today
3: yeah well you've got cornerbacks um rashad breeland yep 26, 26. Yeah. that's yeah, the yeah, other guy yeah, yeah. and I mean, he was pre- the guy we talked about on friday that you go after him and he was he was coming into the game with a uh, with an injury status that was up in the air as well. So but,
0: were they open and Russ was missing, them, or were they just blanketed no, that was, that there was, all day? There
3: was, there was times where where, you know, Russell floated some balls and uh, very uncharacteristically, you know, made a terrible decision on that shallow cross when I, I mentioned that the uh, the linebacker uh, uh, Compton made that interception. Yep. Uh, now I think I think Russ was was not sharp, but y- you know I I don't know. I mean I, I was so. Enthusiastic and 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 really mentioned it a number of times a week ago, where Richardson had come up and and I even had a brief conversation with Daryl Bevel before the game and I said, "Boy, how about P-Rich coming on?" I mean, uh, trying to make this thing happen. You know, ha- let me let me rephrase that. I'm not making anything happen, but I, as a as a, as just a fan, I'm like I'm hopeful that this guy sure. can fill a void that needs to be filled and and uh, was. Encouraged with what you saw with Richardson just not happening today. So
0: after that play, here is where it got a little hairy. Richardson, no timeouts left. Richardson goes down. The play was run with 35 seconds left to go in the game. Now it was a long play, a long pass and run. It took a lot of time. It took 20 seconds from the time Russell Wilson snapped the ball on the Richardson catch for Russell Wilson to get up and snap the ball again. Now you've got 15 seconds left to go from the Washington 38. You're looking at a 56-yard field goal to that point with a kicker that has, you know, can hit 56-yarders, but it's a difficult day, and he'd missed three in a row. You figured he need a few more yards. The decision for Russell Wilson to snap the ball and run a play there instead of spiking it. Talk about what you thought there.
3: I, I don't have a problem with that. I, I think a lot of times you can catch a defense off guard and, and play vanilla. It just, you know, it, it looked like Posick was, uh, you know, just beaten by Terrell McLean and... Um, I, I, I got to check on that, but I'm I'm saying with reasonably high certainty that it was Postick who got beat on the sack, and okay. and uh, uh, you know obviously that's a killer, but it came in quickly. I, I I don't think you second guess the tempo. At least I don't. I think a lot of times you go up there and you spike the ball. When was that next snap at? Fifteen. Fifteen seconds. Yeah, you're gonna have three shots. I I liked it. I liked
0: him going for it there because when you took a look at the Redskins' defense there, they were all over the place. They weren't aligned. They were pointing fingers here and there. You get over there, you get over there, and I was like, okay, maybe you can actually score a touchdown and win this on this play right here. That might be a situation where you just take a snap, somebody gets beat because they're not ready for the snap, and you get a touchdown. Worst-case scenario there, what you would think worst-case scenario was an incomplete pass. There's still eight seconds left to go in the game, and you took a shot at a touchdown, but instead, what happened was basically yeah. the worst case scenario other than a turnover, and that's that, that Russell well, was unable to
3: escape the grasp uh, and he was sacked. I think it's important when, when, you, when you are in, inclined to criticize what developed, I think you can only criticize before the, before the fact. Correct. Right? Because there's a probability. There's a probability he could have been sacked had they huddled up or after spiking. Sure. There's a probability he could have thrown an interception. Just like he did. Yeah. yeah, you know he could have so, thrown a pick
0: on the next play yeah, after this. And, and so
3: I'm just not inclined to second guess that because I think there was enough merit to the idea of going and hitting them fast. I agree with you. And you know what's the chance that you were going to have a sack there? Well, obviously, obviously, it's something more than nothing and something less than absolute. So I don't think it materially changes. In fact, I would I would tell you that the probability probably goes down that you're going to have a sack. Um, you know, less likely to see a stunt defensive well, line. Defense tired. they more tired. Yeah. yeah, you know, and so, um, so no, I, I'm not going to second guess that he didn't no. spike the ball. And then you also have: is there a, a remote chance you're going to run out of downs? You know, with quick toss, probably not. I mean, if you spike the ball, yeah, there. Only, I mean, spike in but second. I, you got. I think that in general, my opinion, watching football, I think that teams spike too often, and and you never, ever, ever. I mean, the coaching that I do with quarterbacks. You never spike the ball if there's a chance you're going to run out of downs. And so, no, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with that. Um, uh, getting back to the the uh, the philosophy behind second guessing, you second guess when you say, okay, knowing before the ball is snapped, what are the probabilities? And I'm telling you that the probabilities of of giving up a a touchdown, not a field goal, but a touchdown with a minute and a half to go. When you play man to man, you are you are. Dramatically increasing your chance to lose the game. That not to, there's no nothing certifiable. And those times where you, where you hear fans go, God, I hate the prevent defense. All it does is prevent you from winning. You know what? You don't know all the times that you've watched games where the prevent defense won the game. No, you just remember whether the you times. Want, you, whether you wanted yeah. it to happen because you were on defense, or whether you didn't want to happen and and you couldn't score uh, against your opponent, your 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 team couldn't score yeah. because they played sound prevent de- i don't even like to use the word prevent it's, defense it's, it's it's what it is it's prudent zone defense and it might have two safeties back or it might have one but it I, i'm not going to use the word prevent i'm going to use the word prudent yes prudent zone defense wins you more game than aggressive man oh, it's defense. the old
0: it's the old analogy that you've used a ton of times and that is you only remember that you hit red lights
3: yeah. when you're late for yeah. something. Yeah, the, the Murphy's Law. You, you, yeah, exactly. You, uh, yeah, oh, my I God, I'm late. I hit every single red light. Oh, and you don't remember what the previous meeting. Exactly. I got an important meeting. And once you know that the train came by. Well, you don't remember the 149,000 other times that you had a meeting and the train didn't come by. <laughs> that's right. So, um, at any rate, now you might throw that back at me and say, well, no, no, no. No. Don't play man. All right. All I'm, right. Gonna, that's just I'm going to. I'm gonna just keep at that. We'll, t- we'll
0: take a quick timeout. Come back with a little Pete Carroll. Final uh, thoughts from Hugh is uh, we're gonna let Hugh cool off a little bit. Go home, watch the game. Unfortunately for Hugh, he's got to watch a loss again on what? film tonight instead yeah, of watch what watching a win. See? I'm gonna see man to man. It's <laughs> not gonna time. change, I'm man. i hope
3: that my TV set shows him playing zone. <laughs> which, you, know, you know, some kind of lose Tampa two or something. And, and it's, you know what? Damn, the TV it's so still man to man. I saw in the damn press
0: box. <laughs> back with the final segment. Twelve man post game show next on nine fifty. KJR.
1: Now back to Jimmy's on first for the 12th man postgame show presented by Geico and brought to you by Cutter and Buck, by Target Zero, and by Zoomer Sport on Seattle Sports Radio 950. KJR.
0: Dick Fan Hugh Millen with you from Jimmy's on first after a 17 14 upset win by uh, the Washington Redskins over the Seahawks today. Let's go to the podium and here's head coach Pete Carroll. Took
4: advantage of the opportunity when they got it and they got, they got a great win. It's hard to win here for a team coming in and, and uh, um, you know, it, it takes all of that stuff uh, to, to allow that to happen. The kicks were a big deal too in this game that was so tight, didn't have to be, didn't have to be, but it was. And uh, as the weather shifted late in the game, it was fine later, but early on it was a little bit of a factor, but shouldn't have been the factor that. that uh, the significance it wound up. We could have made this way easier for us. So it's very difficult. We got to bounce back, we go Thursday night. Um, it's really cru- crucial that we turn the corner and get right back on track and, and get ready to play some football. Um, so long season, this game has nothing to do with the rest of the season at this point. There's a lot going on, and a lot to be done, and, and uh, we've got, got to make sure that we come back out of this strong. And, and, and I do a good job to get us, get us on track and, and uh, keep us from getting in our own way. Go. two big plays on that last drive that they had. They, they hit a fade route, They threw a great fade route, and me a great catch. The other one was kind of, it was a little bit, I don't know, I couldn't quite tell how that one happened, but it happened over on their sidelines. Beachy I mean, came into this game wanting to run the
1: ball more with Eddie Lacy, and then Eddie gets hurt yeah. early in the game. Did that
4: take you out of the game plan a little bit? No, just no, it, it, didn't, it didn't. It didn't matter. You know, Thomas jumped in and did pretty good. Um, I don't know what her numbers wound up, but... Uh, um, yeah, it's unfortunate because I really, I, it was, you know, you could kind of tell later in the week, I was anxious to see that how that looked and uh, just didn't get a chance to find out. It seemed like Russell was making some more questionable throws than usual. Yeah, I, I felt like Russell was off off rhythm all day long and uh, it just felt like he was, you know, he was moving a lot. Um, so I, I have to see the film to, to, to tell you what's going on with that. I mean, he competed his tail off all day long. Uh, it was all over the place out there. But then um, unfortunately, when he hit a couple of big plays and scrambles, we had penalties that nullified those. And, um, but it did seem like it was um, a little out of sync. A okay.
1: thought of trying to field goal on that final snap?
4: No, we're too far out. No, no we too far, unfortunately
1: is eddie's lacy or eddie's
4: injury serious at all or he's got a strain groin. i don't know how, how severe that is um I, I can't tell
3: you on the last time out did, was there any time to have a, a feeling of whether that was a catch or not or when the long catch by a yeah went?
4: yeah there was two things what did he catch it or was it a touchdown right. you know if it was a touchdown okay give him the touchdown then we'll take more time on the clock you know um so that was kind of battling on both both ends right there um because it, it could have gone either way, and it was very—it was a terrific play, but it was a very questionable grab too. You know, because the, the ball was touching the ground, but he, he held on to it. I'm, I give him full credit that he did, but it was worth looking at with uh, both extremes kind of, you know, available.
1: Because
0: they, they reviewed that after you called the timeout. Yeah. Did they talk to you about whether or not you still wanted to use the timeout or not?
4: No. They didn't. Yeah, I, I, I was looking if the ball was going to be on the one that's us save as much time uh, as possible. How do
1: you feel like Wayne Brown played?
4: I don't know. I don't know that. I can't tell you that I mean, man. He was battling. I don't know. I, I can't tell you how, you know, how well he played and then We'll see when we watch the film. Is there been any
0: to the penalties? That you guys have suffered
4: this year? They've been kind of across the board. You know, we, we've fought really hard at the line of scrimmage, the ones when the ball's not even snapped yet, you know, when we to get rid of those because we've been a uh, you know, victim of that in some. Um, and we've had the holds and protections and it has to do in scrambles situations. some, you know, that, that's 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 somewhat consistent. That's a very difficult thing, you know, and our guys have to be really good at that, at sensing when Russell's out and the guy pulls away from them and they have to release, you know, and so, uh, but... Um, there's there's a number of them. I'm just really disappointed that I, because we've been addressing it and we haven't cleaned it up that's that really bugs me.
0: S.P. Carroll is, is frazzled yeah. as I've heard him in a long time. He's yeah. usually not frazzled, but he was he was very quick, very frazzled there. What he, I mean, I want you to go back and, and take a look at what the offensive line looked like tonight when you re- review the film because at times it looked like the protection was there. At times it looked like Russell just kind of ran out yeah. for no particular reason. Um, then there was some, you know, there was some breakdowns as well. But uh, the penalty is yeah. just an absolute killer tonight. Penalties and
3: kill, yeah. And I think Russell, you know, I, I, I put, I reserve this in my notes very seldom. I put flyers up, and when I write flyers up, that means you're just throwing it up there He's like you're a it. kid on the play. I mean, just too often, and and not one of them hit. You know, I think that maybe he was influenced by the Richardson catch from a week ago. But you know, I think the disappointment is you had three acquisitions since the season began. All veterans, right? Yep. You got Sheldon Richardson. Didn't play. Right? You had Dwayne Brown. Yep. And... Dwight Freeney. Dwight Freeney. Great. And you got old guys, which is now an old roster, and you're in this window. They did exactly the right thing to acquire those guys. You're in a window right now. It's a down NFC. You got a depleted Redskin team at home. That That's a bad loss. Yep. No, there's no there's question. Just no, there's just no... Sugarcoating that, no question.
0: Hugh Millen, we'll see you tomorrow at okay. seven, all right, for the Monday morning quarterback. I'll be with you at six with Slick Hawk on the morning show. We'll break it all down. Don't worry, dog fans. We'll talk about the win over the ducks. It won't all be bad news. Talk to you tomorrow at six on 950 KJR.
4: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.